You are listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Family planning. Do doctors need more training in natural birth control? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Renee Matthews, your host, and with me today is Dr. Victoria Jennings. Dr. Victoria Jennings is the director of Georgetown University's Institute for Reproductive Health. She has more than 20 years' experience in the international family planning and reproductive health field. In addition to directing the Institute for Reproductive Health, she's a professor at Georgetown University Medical Center. Dr. Jennings, welcome to our program. Thank you very much for having me. Dr. Jennings, you have done some extensive research in natural family planning that I know our listeners will find very interesting. Can you please tell us more about the fertility awareness-based method that you have developed? Certainly. I hope it will be of use to your audience. We're very pleased with the results of our studies and the fact that so many people are finding that the methods that we have developed are useful. At the Institute for Reproductive Health, we've actually developed two fertility awareness-based methods. One is the standard days method, and it's used with a visual tool called cycle beads. It works well for women with menstrual cycles between 26 and 32 days long, which accounts for about 80% of cycles, and it identifies days 8 through 19 of the menstrual cycle as the potentially fertile days. The other method we've developed is called the two-day method, spelled T-W-O-D-A-Y. It can be used by women with cycles of any length, and it relies on the presence of cervical secretions to identify the fertile days. One of the most interesting things, I guess, about the standard days method is the fact that they're used with cycle beads, which are a visual tool, a color-coded string of beads that help a woman learn and use the standard days method. Keep in mind that the standard days method is appropriate for women who have most cycles between 26 and 32 days long, and that it identifies days 8 through 19 as potentially fertile. So cycle beads are designed with that in mind. I, I wish your viewers or your, your listeners were actually your viewers because they would be able to see cycle beads, and it is the case that they are so visual. But I will try to describe them and then give you a little bit of an idea of to where people might be actually able to get them, if that's all right. That'd be great. Uh, cycle beads consist of 32 beads, with each bead representing a day of the cycle. It also has a rubber ring that the woman moves one bead each day. The first bead on the string is red and represents the day she starts her period. The next six beads are brown, representing the pre-ovulatory, non-fertile days. And the next 12 beads, representing the days when pregnancy is possible, that would be days 8 to 19, are white and they glow in the dark. The remainder of the beads are brown, representing the post-ovulatory, non-fertile days. So to use cycle beads, The woman puts the ring on the red bead the day she starts her period, and each day she moves the ring forward one bead each day, so that when the ring is on the red bead or any of the brown beads, she knows that she's very unlikely to get pregnant. But when the ring is on a white bead, these are the days that pregnancy is possible. So the day she starts her next period, she skips over any remaining brown beads, puts the ring on the red bead again, and begins a new cycle. Where can they purchase these or get these for their patients? There are certainly a number of different sources of cycle beads. There is a website called uh, www.cyclebeads.com where people can go to, to purchase them on the Internet. Also, on that very website, there's a lot of information about cycle beads and about the standard days method and other information about where people can, can buy them. Sometimes uh, uh, the local health department or Another kind of family planning uh, organization like Planned Parenthood or some others may actually stock them for their, for their patients. 
And in other cases, they're available through uh, at a pharmacy or at a natural food store, that sort of thing. So then you're saying that these methods don't necessarily require a doctor or a nurse to offer them? No, they really don't. Uh, they certainly, well, let me put it this way. I think that the standard days method and the two-day method as well, which I also would, would like to describe to you, uh, the standard days method and the two-day method can really benefit from an explanation and some counseling by a healthcare provider with a patient. What we have found is that it takes most women, regardless of their educational level, about 15 or 20 minutes to learn how to use these methods uh, in the case of the standard days method, how to use cycle beads in the case of the two-day method, how to, to do what she needs to do to use that method. So really, it is something that can be offered in the course of a regular routine office visit in, a, in almost all clinical settings. On the other hand, these are methods that don't actually require that a highly trained healthcare provider be present to provide them to the woman. And some women, in fact, simply learn to use them on their own. So then you could uh, please explain the two-day method in detail? Certainly. Uh, the two-day method is rather different from, from the standard days method. The standard days method is the one that we have quite honestly, the most experience with at the Institute for Reproductive Health, so we know much more about it. But the two-day method is also uh, beginning to be offered in a number of settings. The two-day method is based on the presence or absence of cervical secretions. As, as I'm sure your listeners know, a woman's cervical secretions change according to a certain pattern over the course of her menstrual cycle in direct relationship to the changes in hormones, particularly estrogen and progesterone. So, in fact, these, these secretions change in terms of viscosity, in terms of amount, a number of other characteristics. And some fertility awareness-based family planning methods, such as the Billings ovulation method, require that a woman actually observe her secretions, record their changing characteristics, and follow several rules to determine when she's fertile. But the today method is a lot easier to use, and it's just as accurate. To use the today method, the woman asks herself, two questions every day. Do I have secretions today and did I have secretions yesterday? If the answer to either of these questions is yes, that is if she had secretions today or yesterday, she should consider herself fertile. But if the answer is no, then she's very unlikely to be fertile that day. So we've learned a great deal about the today method. In a clinical trial, it was found to be 96% effective with correct use. That is a failure rate of around 4 and as with the standard days method, women of all educational levels are able to learn and use it correctly. Is there anyone in particular, Dr. Jennings, that you consider good candidates for either of these fertility awareness-based methods? Yes, certainly there are some characteristics that we find are, are important. For example, for the standard days method, um, it is really important that the woman have regular cycles between 26 and 32 days long. She could have one cycle 26 days, the next cycle 32, or the next one 29, or whatever, as long as they fall within that range. Uh, that's really uh, the, the woman that this method is, is designed for. And with regard to the two-day method, it's appropriate for a woman who is willing and able to notice the presence or absence of cervical secretions each day of her menstrual cycle. But, you know, really, in, in both cases, in the case of the standard days method, the two-day method, or any other fertility awareness-based method, it's very important that the woman be able to communicate well with her partner about her fertility, about their fertility, about their pregnancy intentions, about whether or not to have intercourse, etc. 
obviously these are these are methods that are not necessarily appropriate for everyone, but they also fill a real need for people who are looking for a non-hormonal, non-invasive kind of method that will work with their bodies to uh, help them either plan or prevent pregnancy. How many people are actually using these methods, and why do you think the number is growing? According to surveys that have been conducted in the U.S. and in other countries, just a few years ago, there were relatively few women using any kind of fertility awareness-based method. But during the time that we have uh, had available the standard days method, and now much more recently the today method, we're beginning to see an increase, particularly in the countries in which we have been conducting surveys outside of the United States, in which these methods are really beginning to uh, gain a lot of new a, a lot of new users. The reasons. I think are very interesting. For one thing, most of the women who choose these methods say that the reason they chose them is because they are simple and they're non-hormonal. A lot of women are perfectly happy taking uh, using hormonal contraception, but there is a significant percent of women who really prefer to use something that is non-hormonal, and these methods seem to appeal to them. That seems to be the case in, in a wide variety of settings. And if you could mention again, what were the success rates of the methods? Uh, the standard days method is uh, more than 95% effective with correct use, and uh, the two-day method is just about the same, right at 96% effective. How did you guys actually come about discovering these methods? And maybe you could tell me how the standard days method differs from the rhythm method that we're mostly familiar with. Essentially, we at, at the Institute for Reproductive Health, we have as, as really our mandate, as what we, the, the kind of work that we engage in, is to take very complex subject matter, complex topics, and make it very simple, very easy for women to use, for providers, for clinicians to include in their, in their practice, etc., and one of the focus, a major focus for us is fertility awareness-based methods. So we were very familiar with a number of fertility awareness-based methods, such as the Billings ovulation method and the symptothermal method, and we were aware that they were excellent methods. They are excellent methods of, of family planning. But we also saw that there was a need for something that was easier to use, easier for providers to offer, easier for women to uh, learn and to use. So we really set about looking at what we knew about reproductive physiology, about what we know about, um, for example, the probability of pregnancy on various days of the menstrual cycle vis-a-vis -vis ovulation. And we uh, began developing these methods based on that. And then, of course, we did the regular clinical trials that one has to do with regard to establishing the efficacy of these methods in actual use. So we came to this really with the idea that we wanted to make something accessible, easy to use, something that would fit well into routine care. And how does the standard days method differ from the rhythm method of before? The standard days method is rather significantly different from the rhythm method. For one thing, I think if you ask 10 people what is the rhythm method, you would probably get 10 different answers because it is something that is not well-defined and has really not ever been subjected to a clinical trial, doesn't have a protocol for teaching, etc. The standard days method obviously is different in that it has undergone a trial, has a very clear protocol, 
that sort of thing. But at the same time, it's important to note that both the standard-based method and the rhythm method, however it may be defined, are both based on the concept that when a woman is ovulating, there, she has a fertile window, if you will, around the time that she ovulates, and that that can be identified in some way by uh, through a relationship to cycle length. Dr. Jennings, where can our listeners find out more information about these methods? Well, the most comprehensive source for information about fertility awareness-based methods, particularly the standard days method and the two-day method, would be the website for the Institute for Reproductive Health, which is www.irh.org. I want to thank Dr. Victoria Jennings, who has been our guest, and we have been discussing current issues in women's health. I am Dr. Renee Matthews, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.